ramming your brain through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred eighty nine. What's going on, T Mac? I'm looking at, uh, you know, those two dogs that always hug each other in photos. You know what I'm talking about? No. Well, they're like this black and white dog, and they always hug each other. They got a new brother. Now they nice. all three hug, and it's so cute. I nice. love it. Bailey dogs. I love it. Yeah, they're Bailey dogs. This is the Spanish Announce Table Pro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, T-Mac, how was your week? It was fun. It yeah. was good. Um, what happened? Uh, we went to the NWL show Did. and recorded a podcast episode there. In the temple. I celebrated uh, yeah, at the arena. Uh, I celebrated my one year of dating uh, my girlfriend. Ooh. A long time uh, We for went her. to Q39, yeah. a restaurant, yeah. barbecue restaurant, one of the best uh, barbecues in the country. Right. That's where we went. She got me three wrestling t-shirts. Nice. It was very nice. She got me a Sami Zayn, uh, a Shawn Michaels, and a American Dream Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. And I got her a massage. Oh. Not from me. It's from right. a professional. Like no, a professional massage. You wanted massage. it to be good. What's that? I said you wanted it to be good. Right, yeah, I wanted a real professional to do it. So uh, that's what we exchanged as our gifts, which I think were adequate for one year. Yep, uh, dating. Um, also, we watched uh, UFC 209. Main event sucked, but the co-main event was really good. And some of the other fights were really entertaining. Uh, so I did that. Uh, tomorrow morning, tickets go on sale for the UFC on Fox here in Kansas City, something I have literally been waiting for since 2007 mm -hmm. so 10 years in the making i have been waiting for this and i will be hopefully the first one to buy tickets and enjoy some great fights here at the sprint center in kansas city good friend tim elliott will be on the card as will zach cummings the main event is a flyweight championship fight with demetrius johnson defending his title and if he does defend okay. it he will tie a record for 10 consecutive title bout defenses, which wow. uh, ties Anderson Silva. And so looking forward to that. That will be in April. Um, and just loving life. I kind of have that after workout high. I'm back to my old schedule. My knee feels whatever. I'm just used to the pain. So we're just going to get through that. Right. Um, and so I'm back to CrossFit at noon and uh, MMA training at night and uh, breaking good sweat, trying to get this weight off like I that, did before, how does and that, uh, have noon, a fight. How does that noon workout logistically work out? Do you get an hour for lunch, or do you get longer? Get an hour. So 
How long is the workout? How long does it take you to get there? You just go back stinking? Do you shower? How does this work? Because uh, I really find it like depends it depends on how the hard time. the workout is. Sometimes, like if you like if you sweat a little bit, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Just like you sweat, you can throw deodorant on and be fine. Right. And that's my opinion. But I have a change of clothes, so uh, I get so I work eight to five, right? That's my work schedule. Right. But I go in at seven thirty and work till five, and then I use fifteen minutes before and fifteen minutes after as like time to travel there and time to travel back. Okay. And the gym's only like four minutes away from our uh, building, and. Um, I bring clothes. There's a shower there. So if I really break a hard sweat, I'll shower. And then I typically have those like pre-made geo meals and I'll eat the uh, lunch at my desk as I work after my workout. And then I keep on going. That's typically what my day looks like. I like that. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, I warm up some food, eat it after one, and then my hours taken up by CrossFit and then I get back to work. But okay. that's enough about me. What about you? What have you been up to? Not much, man. Uh, obviously, the NWL thing. Um, we've been mostly preparing. My wife left today for a work trip to New York. Uh, so oh, I thought you were trying to say she left, like, period. I was like, that's sad. Yeah, no. That, that If it happens ever, don't be shocked. Uh, she well within her... Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've given her every reason to do so. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. She she said the other day, uh, I think it was yesterday even, she said, I don't even remember the last time either one of us was mad at each other. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, does that mean we're in a passionless marriage? And I was like, only you would find a way to make this a bad thing. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is a good thing. And now you're trying to find a way to spin it bad. I was like, come on now. Give me some credit. Emily and I, we have yet to have a real fight in the year that we've dated and we're like do we really like each other we're like yeah we really do but she's the calmest person in the world and so i can't even pick a fight with her i try and she's just like hey stop it i'm like you're right (laughs) yeah that's as far as it goes because she's just like the most rational adult person i've ever met in my life so it's like i can't fight her yeah you know that's good i'm happy for you Let's get into I'm happy for you. Oh, thanks. So you're you're taking care of the kids. I am. I mean, they largely take care of themselves uh, for the most part these days. You know, uh, I just got to kind of keep them on track sometimes. Keep them reminded. Yeah. Uh, Kick you know? them in the butt. No, just kind of say, hey, hey. Trash day, or you know, or whatever, you know, whatever. The... Well, yeah, I, I don't mean physically kick them in the butt. Sure, I mean, no, like, I know that. Hey. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, essentially that, uh, and they're. They know what's asked of them, and they're they're largely pretty good, you know. Uh, so mm-hmm. they wake up on their own in the morning and start getting ready and stuff. I rarely ever have to. How old are they? Thirteen and ten. God, I'm thirty one, and I still can't wake up on my own. Yeah, she, Aaliyah wakes up like it's nothing. I mean, she'll get up sometimes at five thirty and do whatever, make her lunch and finish her homework, maybe, or you know, do whatever, get ready. And then sometimes uh, she'll wake Hayden up if he hasn't. We just recently got him an alarm because he said he wanted to start trying to wake up on his own. Uh, God, that's hard. I yeah. would, Man, I miss those days when your parents would wake you up. God, uh-huh. that was the best. Right? Yeah. And now it's just this cold, annoying sound. It's not fun. No. It's not fun, man. No, it's not fun at all. So yeah, doing that, uh, that just started. I just told her, I was like, I don't, I don't know how to do this when you're not here. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> Good. You know, and like, uh, it's for a long time too. It's like not until next Friday. So 
gonna really test the limits here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh well, yeah, she's got big sucks things going to be on even at, for a while. Yeah, she's got big things going on at work, uh, starting a new uh basically a whole new uh program for them. So she's gotta go up for some training in the uh in the the uh what's the word I'm looking for? The product. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. so yeah, so she's gonna be in the big city forgetting us little people while we do a podcast. Big city bright lights. Yep, she'll be in the big Manhattan. All right, let's <laughs> Let's move on and let's talk about some pro wrestling. It was an interesting week. We've got a lot to talk about. Obviously, we had uh, Fastlane and, uh, and of course, we're on SmackDown and the other things. But let's get into what we always kick these off with, and that's the mother-loving news. We get the four hottest topics of the week. T-Mac, you want to go first? Sure. All right. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> like that? Dinner with the King. Hmm. Dinner with the King. Is this uh, Jerry Lawler? Pull up a chair and enjoy a barbecue-style wrestling feast for your ears as Jerry the King Lawler and Glenn Moore bring you Dinner with the King. The King will go in-depth about some classic wrestling stories and matches and discuss some of the major storylines in WWE today. The duo will also mix in pop culture, King's love for Batman, Superman, and his amazing collection, and some sports. All of this and move or all of this and more as you picture yourself in the King's barbecue joint. He might even have some guest surprise dinners. You think this one will be, I mean, like, so everybody's getting a podcast now, but nope. You know why? Uh This is why it's going to fail. You are Jerry, the wrestling King Lawler. No one cares to know what your take on the Super Bowl is. Right. No one cares to know what your take on the current product of a company you work for is because we know you won't say anything crazy. So what are we getting? Now, if you want to go into the empty arena match that he had with Terry Funk, or the, you know, Andy Kaufman storyline. Now that's some stuff we can get into, yeah. right? That's some meat and potatoes, as dinner with the king would say. Mm-hmm. But if you're just going to talk about today's stuff, man, you're a old dude with a sketchy past. I don't know if we can take your takes that serious. Yeah, I mean – it's probably going to be another one I look at and see who the interview or guest is and determine if I give a shit or not. Now, I will say this. He's amazing oratory. Orator. Oh, right? Yeah. Oratory. Yeah, he's an amazing orator. He can put together some rhythm and rhyme to what he's saying that will captivate you and keep your attention. And his one-liners are, you know – some of the best of all time yeah. in any genre. So that will at least be entertaining, but I think he needs to steal the pages from Bruce Pritchard and just do, Hey, you want to talk about Memphis wrestling 1981? You want to talk about my unification match with Nick Bockwinkle or my, you know, matches with Kerry Von Eric or, you know, yeah, I mean, I he has such a legendary know. career. He could dissect sure. that. I I feel like, so some of the biggest things that we want to know, at least about 
Jerry Lawler and his involvement, we've heard on other podcasts. We've heard about the Andy Kaufman story, right? We heard mm-hmm. about Kamala and the, you know, the why did you bring him in and pair him, like make him this African right. Bushman, you know, those kind of things. I just don't know that there's enough people around of the age that are listening to podcasts heavily. They're going to care about the old Memphis stories. Now, true. Now insight, I will say this: He's done two podcasts, and the first one was titled "The King Is a Podcaster." So that's probably like this is crazy, right? right. But then the second one is called "Chipping Michael Cole's Teeth." <laughs> so I mean, right there, it seems interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he, there you go. You know, you can share your stories about calling matches yep. with Jr., calling matches with Michael Cole. You know, he has enough stories to to where I would be interested in it, but. Don't do not talk about the NBA finals and oh, was LeBron don't. James fouled in game six or whatever it is like oh, that isn't that. your forte. So don't even like Taz tries that and Taz too, is really he, good. What's that? Lawler's a UFC guy, too. And he didn't, didn't he like UFC. No, he, he no. He was at a Bellator because they were in his hometown. And, okay. you know, you, you grab Tech Nine when you're in Kansas City. You grab yeah, Jerry yeah. Lawler when you're yeah. in Memphis. OK, no, he, he doesn't know a wrist lock from a arm bar in MMA. Gotcha. Okay. Good. Well, it won't be better than the Spanish announce table. That's for sure. Let's just move on. Got no headline on this one. The outlaw Ron Bass passed away this week at the age of 68 from surgery complications. Bass wrestled for two decades with notable runs in the world wrestling federation, the national wrestling Alliance and all Japan pro wrestling winning multiple titles along the way i've got vague memories of this this guy but i remembered him enough you know when i saw the story but you know you were probably and you're younger than i am so you probably have nothing about him huh no i got yeah. not a thing yeah i just i always see these like complications from surgery and i want to know more i'm like what what happened like what surgery what what was this a well i saw with bill paxton you know who that is right yeah the actor yeah. he died complications right. Of a heart surgery, and he had a stroke afterwards. Oh, yikes. Yeah, scary to know as we get older. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man, just let life take its course. You don't need a fucking surgery. Well, you might unless if they're like, you're going to die in a couple weeks if you don't have the surgery. Well, it's or there might be complications, and there is, so bye. Yeah, or there might not be, and you'll live another 40 years. I don't know. Let nature take its course. <laughs> yeah. I'm against doctors. I really am. You're Fuck them. I mean, I, like they're great in like emergencies. You know, like I got hit by a car, that kind of stuff. But uh, man, this hurts. And hey, get out of here. Who cares? Deal with it. I am. I don't like them. What are they gonna do? Tell me I'm sick. I know I'm sick. What the fuck are you gonna do? Have complications and I'm gonna die? Quite the nah. pessimistic attitude there. I don't trust people. People yeah. fail. Yeah. Of course, but people succeed also. Yeah, but not so much. Okay. (laughs) All right, let's move on. Let's get your next one. Will the broken one be deleted? Ooh, Matt Hardy. Broken Matt Hardy has taken his first legal step to own the name because, quote, Pro Wrestling Sheets has confirmed that he has filed a trademark to officially lock it down. According to the United States Patent and Trademark Office, the wrestler filed for a trademark last week on, quote, Broken Matt Hardy for entertainment services, namely wrestling exhibits and performances by a professional wrestler and entertainer. 
As previously reported, sources close to Matt tell us that his impact deal gave him the ability to profit off of anything already filmed having to do with any gimmick he used throughout the course of his contract. But once that's over, he retains ownership of his name and characters. Impact sources have said uh, something different as they say that is not the case. They claim they current they the current deal specifically states that their company owns all IP creations. If that's the case, Impact's legal team still has time to oppose. I hate these things because look, what are you going to do if he leaves and goes somewhere else and becomes shattered Matt Hardy? You're going to have broken Matt Hardy. You're going to be able to sell some DVDs or something. Work out a deal where you can still use some of the old footage and use the name and make whatever money you could make off of it, but let him use it somewhere else. Like That's a little ridiculous. I think it's a little ridiculous because of the difference in power structure. Now, if it was two competing companies and we knew that his next logical step was Ring of Honor, which he's there now, mm-hmm. but I'm saying if that was the destination, right. well, Ring of Honor and Impact are competitors, right? Sure. They are fighting for stuff. So I get the, hey, man, no, that's us. We did that. You don't get to keep that. That's mm-hmm. us. But when you're playing triple a baseball and the new york yankees call and say we want your player you do whatever you can yeah. and say go ahead take it you know well, what i mean yeah. like the wwe shut up you want you want them to say broken matt hardy because then if they google it your company comes yeah. up in a google search well and here's the thing too like i get a wwe right if you're sitting there with vince mcmahon and he helps come up with this gimmick and it gets you over and they fight it and say no we helped you get over but i don't care what happened there TNA, you did not help the broken Matt Hardy name get over by you being Impact right. Wrestling or TNA. Mm-hmm. He came up with that. Maybe one of your putzes in a suit mentioned the word broken, but that is as far as your input went on that. I am certain of it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yes. come on, let's let's get over ourselves here a little bit. So right, and then again, kind of what I was stating. You're you're minor league. You're right. not. It, you're you want to have your name, your wrestler name. Like AJ Styles helps Impact Wrestling. You know yeah. what I mean. Samoa Joe helps Impact Wrestling. Roderick Strong's name helps Ring of Honor. So you want them to keep their name. Nakamura and, helps New Japan. And here's the thing too. Like you risk pissing him off. And let's say he goes to WWE. He likely has a year or two there. And maybe not much longer. He, you piss him off enough over this fight, he's not going to come back to you. Right. You, you yeah, you like, can't offer him then a backstage senior management position, right. you know, to have him help younger talent. Just, God, just get over yourselves. All right. Let's see. Final one. Oh. Sensitive today is the soundboard. There we go. What I want right now is for all of you out of shape, podcast listening piles of cellulite to sit down and shut up while i announce this next news story go ahead wwe announced ravishing rick rude will be inducted into the wwe hall of fame 2017 class joining kurt angle beth phoenix the rock and roll express diamond dallas page and tag team teddy long rude will be inducted by ricky the dragon steamboat i love rick rude so do I. I yeah. think he was money. He he alongside guys like Macho Man are like the definition of what casual people think are pro wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I thought as a heel, 
He could talk. He could get over. Uh, I mean, he was part of so many iconic things. Just like you said, the the intro that he had himself, um, the Intercontinental title, his spray-painted pants. Yeah. Then you even go a little bit later in his career after he couldn't perform and he re- appeared on Raw and SmackDown or Raw and Nitro on the same day. To me, I'm a huge ECW fan, so I always think about one of the first things that comes to mind when you say Rick Rude is how uh, he had Bam Bam Bigelow turn on Shane Douglas to end the triple threat, and then Bam Bam Bigelow took the title off of Shane Douglas, and it was all because Rick Rude was trying to get over on Shane Douglas. I remember that vividly because I thought it was a great storyline. But then, yeah, you go back to – he was part of the Dangerous Alliance with Paul Heyman and yeah. WCW. He shaved his mustache and had some great matches with Sting and Flair. Go mm-hmm. back to WWE. He made Ultimate Warrior look like a fucking pro wrestler, which that guy sucked. Yep. Um, I mean, God, he did everything amazing. Outside of the Hogan Warrior showdown, that's my most memorable Ultimate Warrior feud is him and, and Rick Rude. And to this day, I've told this story before on the podcast, my mom's favorite pro wrestler was Ravishing Rick Rude. She would literally come by. He looked by the part. Whoever was on the, on the thing, she'd be like, he ain't no ravishing Rick. And then just like turn yeah. around and walk out. <laughs> but she would yeah, be glued it, to the screen it, when Rick Rude was on. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good for he's that. He's well deserved. It sucks that he's passed away, but I feel like that's kind of their their uh, their strategy now. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll just wait till he dies and then put him over <laughs> right, you yeah. know, five years later. So they're just waiting on other guys. Like, who's probably another guy? A, a, a King Kong Bundy they'll probably put in after he dies mm-hmm. and then you know demolition or something like that it's bullshit but yeah. whatever well they probably think the nostalgia's higher than well that and he can't say or in the case of China she can't say anything that would be damaging to their brand true you know you wait till they're dead because then no one will say anything bad how long do you think and if ever does China get in I mean, I don't know. I, I think next year. I think give it a year. So you think even with when they're – I feel like Vince would make the decision before – if Vince is gone before – or, you know, like if she hasn't been in while, you know, after Vince leaves, I'm, I'm a little worried it won't happen for a long time because I think right. the Triple H, yeah, Stephanie McMahon, you know, part of it will prevent it from happening more than Vince. Yeah. I mean, there's still so many people that I just – King Kong Bundy, Owen Hart, British Bulldog. I mean, right there. Yeah, How are and, those but I think not in? Uh, Bruce Pritchard has talked about that. Owen Hart, they've wanted to put in. It's just his widows. Just put them in. Just put them in. Just yeah. announce it. Yeah. You can say our next inductee is Owen Hart. Here's a video package. Next, uh, we have, uh, you know, some... Too Cool or whoever you're going to put yeah, in. They've had all kinds of legal battles over his likeness and rights and what they can do and all that kind of stuff. With her. They own Owen Hart, the name, right? Uh, no. I don't know if they do. Well, they they air footage of him. Yeah, no, I think there's some deals made, but it's never it's never easy. Yeah. The whole thing with Martha Hart is because she completely blames them, which, look, I mean, you know, accidents happen on the job and people, you know what I mean? But like, what do you, you know? Yeah, like how you are you blaming someone? Like they meant to kill him? Right. Like, shut up. And like he knowingly went up there knowing risks and yeah. blah, you know what I mean? Like That's it's, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Let's but don't you think that. going more so, cause this always seems to be the fun thing when someone goes in, uh, the one guy that just kind of boggles my mind because he's alive and doing well, relatively speaking. And he kind of had that crossover mainstream appeal for 
a year or two is King Kong Bundy. Yeah. How is he not in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Is he? Yeah. Is he not welcome in the WWE? You know, coffers. I don't understand what. The... Obviously not. But I mean, he main evented WrestleMania two. He was a part of the WrestleMania three card where he wrestled fucking midgets. Yeah. He did the yeah. No Ma'am Club on Married with Children yeah. that got over huge. I mean. What the hell? Yeah, if you go to older mainstream folks who, you know, knew of wrestling, especially in that boom period, they know the name King Kong Bundy. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird one. But I'm glad Rick Root is in. He was one of my favorites growing up. Rick Root is those, awesome. Yeah. Just like I said, heels. I loved him in WCW, WWE, and ECW. Just one of those heels that, like, he would say something, right? Like, how great he is or, or how great he looks. And you'd just be like... God damn it. He's right. I don't, you know, like. Yeah, because he would be like, shut up. I, I want these women to look at a real man. And you're like, ah, that's bullshit. And then he takes his robe off and your girl's like, yeah, that's great. And I'm like, God damn it. Really? Yeah, right. Shit. You're like, yeah, yeah, that's a real man. Yeah. <laughs> I always think about how he, tiny his hips were, too. He mm-hmm. had like this, like, what? He, I mean, he probably wore what, size 26 jeans? Yeah. He, like, yeah, he was, yeah. Fucking smallest right, thing yeah. ever. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a straight line. Just like, it, it's almost like he was a completely uh, a V, right? <laughs> like, yeah. From his shoulders yeah, all the way down to his feet. He had the bodybuilder V, which is incredible. Uh, and then remember in WCW when he shaved his mustache, he yes. looked all fucking weird. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you gotta have the mustache. Yeah, hey, he, yeah that was Rick Rude, man. All right, well, awesome. let's get out of here and take a break and do tweet the table. There are a lot of them because it was a lot of wrestling this week. We'll do that. If you don't know what it is, stick around for the break and find out when we come back to the Spanish announce table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and. The tampon and bikini were actually invented by a man. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com Always it's his way. <laughs> Latino heat. Chica. The table. This is the interactive portion of the show. One of the interactive portions of the show, as it were. This is where you get to tell us what to talk about by going on your Twitter account and using hashtag tweet the table throughout the week. Whenever you have a wrestling thought while you're watching wrestling. While you're thinking about wrestling, while you're listening to the show, while you're taking a shit, whatever you want. Hashtag tweet. All of it and any of it. We're going to read the best ones right here. Right here, right now? Before we get into that, I forgot to mention, next week, we're scheduled to have an interview. There's a new book out called the WWE Book of Rules and How to Break Them. Right? Heard about this? Uh We got the editor-in-chief and former WWE creative member, Jeff Ashworth. Yeah, we actually have a real writer. Now, we've had another one, Chris Goff, but this Mm -hmm. is our second former WWE writer. So it'll be fun to pick his brain and get his thoughts on the product and other things Mm -hmm. about the pro wrestling industry. Yes, so that'll be fun. And uh, 
uh, he was very gracious enough to send us over a, a, a electronic version of the book to review. So we're going to look over that. And so we'll know what we're talking about, which will be fun. Um, mm-hmm. Other news, we were sent a, uh, a uh, early look at a press release from the offices of our good friend, Rob Schamberger. Yes. Who we need to yes. schedule up another uh, appearance with. Uh, it says WWE artist Rob Schamberger is officially on the road to WrestleMania. And this year's appearance, his fourth WrestleMania is set to be its biggest yet. The most noticeable changes this year is a logistical one. Instead of painting live and selling art outside the WWE Superstore, Schamberger and his art display will be inside WrestleMania access, adding to the already dynamic, immersive multi-day experience that draws fans worldwide. Schamberger's exhibit area is a must-see for wrestling fans in the market for limited edition merchandise. In addition to dozens of signed and unsigned prints of favorite WWE superstars, Schamberger will be selling an exclusive four horsewomen print signed by Charlotte, Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Becca Lynch. Additionally, Access attendees can purchase a signed copy of Boom Studios' comic book, the WrestleMania special featuring cover art by Schamberger. His exhibit will also be the only place at WrestleMania to buy one of Schamberger's art print t-shirts, and every purchase at Schamberger's exhibit will include an exclusive sticker. Schamberger will have several original art pieces on display, including the Shinzuki Nakamura painting featured in the WWE 2K17 NXT edition. And as with other WrestleMania and WWE appearances, Schamberger will be painting live throughout Access. This year, Fantasy Warfare moves on to the canvas carnage when Brock Lesnar and Goldberg collide under Schamberger's skilled brushwork. Progress on the painting will be filmed for Schamberger's weekly Canvas to Canvas series on WWE's YouTube channel. So Access attendees... Who stopped by Schamberger's exhibit might just find themselves in the post WrestleMania episode. For Schamberger's, uh, let's see here. Schamberger's WrestleMania appearance will follow WrestleMania access hours 6 to 10, Thursday, March 30th, 5 to 9, March 31st, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., and 1 to 5 p.m., and 6 to 10 p.m. on Saturday, April 1st, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. Sunday, April 2nd. If you're going to WrestleMania, which I'm sure a lot of you listen are, or some of you listen are at least, go check out our, our good buddy Rob and tell him you heard about it on the Spanish announce table. Oh, come on. And, and then we're uh, going to have him on to recap WrestleMania as we always do. Yes, and I was talking uh, with his lovely wife, uh, better half, I dare say, Katie Schamberger. Uh, and she said, we need to uh, go to the studio and have a podcast and a pizza party. A yes. Pizza, pizza party. And I and I ensure that there will actually be pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- when? I'm, can we do that now? Yeah. Let's just <laughs> yeah, like stop right the show and come, go. Let's go do it there. Um, I, did say we'll, I did say we'll work out uh, when our schedule's aligned, but usually we do that after, uh, you know, post-WrestleMania, so maybe we'll start scheduling it now. We'll get a group. The first Saturday after WrestleMania, let's just do it. Yep. I want pizza and yeah. hanging out. Right. Yes. Exactly. And we got to see the new studio. We went to the old one, but they've moved. Yeah. They moved upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go see let's the new one. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so that's our news that uh, was not wrestling news. It was more show news. Well, let's get into Tweet the Table. We got a lot of them this week, T-Mac, and it starts with... uh, It starts with at... Why am I not... There we go. At Mr. Fourth Row says, Josh Matthews is so annoying that Impact is getting hard to listen to. Who? 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 Does he think he is? Hashtag Tweet the Table. Uh, I did turn on Impact and watched... uh, Caught the uh, Bobby Lashley, Josh Barnett episode, uh, and he was really annoying. Was Josh Matthews? Now, I don't know. If it, I mean, it's by design for the character, I guess. But he just—I don't know—just sounds annoying. Well, because he's trying to be Michael Cole when Michael Cole was annoying. Yeah. And guess what? That sucked. And so this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're a less version of something we didn't like. Mm-hmm, exactly. You right. shit. Yeah. At the Rebel Trucker says hashtag tweet the table. Late show this week. I hashtag. 
Blame T-Mac. I hashtag don't give a shit. <laughs> Three people chime in on this one. At WIRCATA says, Sasha should really stop dyeing her hair. She keeps it up. She'll have no hair left. Lol. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo75 says, Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax was a brutal match. Good match. Four out of five. Hashtag WWE Fastlane. Hashtag tweet the table. At Mr. Fourth Row says, didn't they announce the Banks versus Jax match was a submission match? Hashtag confused. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh... If you look at Sasha's forehead, her hair is already leaving. Because hmm. uh, she's got a big-ass forehead. She's got a five-and-a-half head. And uh-huh. the Ice Man Forever says, Michael Cole calling a dive and a flip by Rich Swan a swanton is so stupid. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, How do you blame him? Yeah, I mean, Michael Cole sucks. It's a swanton. You get or is it, it a sin-ton? I've heard it to- both ways. Sinton and Swanton. So it's a Swanton. Oh, you're trying to give the gimmick to Rich Swan. I'm saying I've heard it two different ways, and I never know. When people are like, oh, it's a Sinton. I'm like, sure. Like, it's a Swanton. I'm like, yep. Right, but it's Rich Swan. I know. I get it. I get it. Swanton. I get it. it. (laughs) See? See? Michael Cole knows what he's doing. Does he? Does he? At WIR Cata says, so tired of the Stephanie McMahon speaker gimmick. You'd think being a McMahon, she'd be the first person at the building. Hashtag tweet the table. But I'm she's tired so, of the Stephanie McMahon character. Yes. But the idea is she's so busy going around doing other things for the company that she can't be there. And that's what Mick Foley's role is supposed to be. He's supposed to be handling it live on site at the show. At the ultimate one. Rest in peace, handsome and hard body. Hashtag tweet the table. Man, yeah. this was... Uh, it went with it. But I guess Rusev's taking time off, so... Why? I, I don't know. I didn't catch It's why. WrestleMania season. Why are you taking time off now? I don't know. Maybe he's got something going on. He's gonna come in on a fucking tank. A fucking tank. Look at my fucking tank. <laughs> at the Rebel Trucker says, hashtag tweet the table. It's not Norman Smiley. It's Norman Smiley. Who said that? Rebel Trucker. Trucker. <laughs> at Theo75 <laughs> says, even Seamus wears a vest and pants. Take notes, boring Randy Orton. Hashtag tweet the table. Not on them. Randy pants, Orton. What do you think of conversation? Do you think he talks like that in real life? What? Just tonight, I yeah. face AJ Styles, yeah. and I win. I'm gonna be going to like who and the like, fuck talks with that cadence and staring off in the distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like he's a fucking weird dude, man. Yeah. He's yeah, the type he of guy that you just want to like. Keep at arm's length. Even if he like starts walking closer, you just push him slowly. Yeah. You're like, what? Yo, You're like, yo, oh, I don't yo, know, man. Don't get this close. Yo, it's kind of weird. Four people chime in on this one. At GBL316 says, hashtag tweet the table. Neville versus Gallagher was awesome. Hashtag WWE Fastly. At WIRCATA says, not going to lie. I enjoyed Neville Gallagher so much more than Joe Zane. Hashtag tweet the table. What? At Blue Kazoo 512 says, hashtag tweet the table. Hey, guys, I'm back and just wanted to say, missed you guys, and Neville's match was my favorite by far of the night. And at Theo75 says, and this one made it on the WWE Network, said, that was an awesome match between Jack Gallagher and Neville. Five out of five. Hashtag WWE Fastlane. Hashtag Tweet the Table. And that one made it on their scrolling bar. 
Yeah, thanks know to Cata. Well, thanks to Theo for yes. putting out the tweet. Right. And then thanks for Cata uh, for catching it. So yeah. thank you guys. You guys are great. Cata, props for watching the bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've never watched that bar I don't even in my watch life. it like on anything. If I'm watching news, if I'm watching ESPN, like I'm never watching that scrolling bar. I mean, I occasionally will look down there, but not sure. enough to like read through everything. Yeah, so, yeah. I would have never caught that. Never. At WIR Canada says, holy, f- oh, well, let's, I mean, what, Jack Gallagher, Neville? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I mean. It, those- I, I just, look, I do not care. I'm so sorry. I'm so, so sorry. But in the realm of pro wrestling that has a niche in every single thing, the 205 Live is just not my bag. Yeah, it's my not man. that I don't like it. It's not that I don't appreciate it. It's not that it doesn't create great moments and things that you can share with casual fans. It does all of that. You know who also did that? Jeff Hardy. And guess what? I didn't like him either mm-hmm. when it was the Attitude Era. You know what yeah. I mean? I didn't like the Hardys. So yeah. I feel like it's the same kind of thing. I appreciate it. Thumbs up every time you do a great match. I think I appreciate it. And hey, good for you. Uh, let's move it on. Can I see Samoa Joe versus Sami Zayn? Like yeah. that's I'm just that, that's how I always am with that. Yeah, now there's been exceptions. Sure. Obviously, like AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and Samoa Joe is, in my opinion, the greatest match of all time in TNA Final Destination 2005. I believe mm-hmm. it was. But what I'm saying is, in general, and this is the case in point, it was great. But I liked other things better. Yeah, me too. At WIR Cata says, Holy fuck, I nearly died when Mick brought up the best of seven series between Rusev and Jinder. Thank God everyone said no. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, that was fun. Did you catch that one? Yeah, I didn't like it. You didn't like when he brought that up? No, I didn't like that at I all. I thought that was funny because he was like, Maybe I'll put you in the best seven series. And they were like, no. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I like the, but I didn't like the idea of like, well, maybe we do that. Yeah, you know no. what I mean? No, I like how they're like, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. All right. Four people chime in on <clears throat> this one. Um, Oh, no. Three people. Sorry. Reading the wrong one. At WIR Cata says, thought the payoff for the New Day ice cream would happen at WrestleMania, but I guess we need more filler on this pay-per-view for Oldberg. Hashtag tweet the table. At Mr. Fourth Row says, I'm totally popping for the New Day popsicle. Hashtag magic in your mouth. Hashtag tweet the table. Whoa. Whoa. So is it a popsicle or is it ice cream? Because those are two different things. And I want ice cream. At Living Legend 148 says, an umbrella? Is it? Could it be? Is it? (laughs) Nope. It's the new day with an ice cream cart. Hashtag tweet the table. Yep. Not. The new day. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Now, is it an ice cream bar? You can deal with an ice cream bar because that's what it, what we're looking for, right? Ice cream bars. Right, but they keep saying popsicle. Yeah, but I don't like popsicles. Pop. Yeah, I want an ice cream bar. Not a popsicle. Right? Two people chime in on the next one. At Theo75 says, that was a good Cesaro versus Jinder Mahal match. I give it four out of five. Hashtag positive. Hashtag WWE Fastman. Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says, God, we're getting Cesaro versus Jinder and probably Rusev versus Sheamus to fill time because Goldberg is going to squash KO. Hashtag tweet the table. You right. Except for it was Big Show, but you right. Right, but you right. <laughs> Three people on this one. At B underscore double underscore D. 
It says, they really made Strowman's first time being pinned at Fastlane. Hashtag tweet the table. At WIRCATA says, hell of a match between Strowman and Roman. <laughs> Suppose people are complaining because Roman broke Strowman's undefeated streak. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Theo75 says, Theo fact. Braun Strowman's beard houses three types of endangered birds. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag cornet face. Hashtag tell me what three birds are. Yeah, what are the three types of endangered birds even? Yeah, because it's three types. At well, Grapple no. Unders- what do you think of Roman Strowman? I thought it happened and I thought it was good. I've, uh, You know, look, there's only one streak in pro wrestling history, and that's Goldberg's. You know what I mean? So everyone else, I don't care when they lose because we all know they're going to lose. So sure, I don't I guess, care. I guess just what people are thinking of, and I, and I kind of get what they're thinking here is, is now that we've established and people are mentioning Strowman hasn't been pinned, He's going on this monster run. He's this giant monster. You know, you do that hoping that you can then use that to build somebody up because they tear down the monster. But Roman certainly didn't need the 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 positive rub that you would get, whatever you want to call it, rub or push, of tearing down the monster, right? Like he's, he's well, already true, done it. So but it seems weird that Roman would do it. someone has to do it. Yeah. And, you know, not everything – ends at wrestlemania right so Mm -hmm. we wanted charlotte's undefeated pay-per-view streak to end at wrestlemania we want roman or we want braun Strowman's uh win streak to end at it's like not everything can just be wrestlemania like guys pull your head out of your ass there's other events there's fast lane there's backlash there's SummerSlam. there's survivor series you know what i mean so it's not like you know what we gotta do we gotta push this off because in three months we've got wrestlemania it's like no it can happen now right and it's fine yeah the only thing that i didn't like and i know it'll probably be mentioned later is how braun backed down from undertaker now i get undertaker's an undead wizard and so you're supposed to be afraid of an undead wizard at all times right if we're suspending our disbelief however you're a fucking monster among men. This should be something that you're looking forward to challenging. So I would have rather had, I would have rather had Roman come out, Superman punch Braun, undertaker come out. And then here we go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That would have been better. Yeah. Uh, side note, there's a, a Slater Gator beer sponsor of the week. Uh, it's my damn self. I like that fucking guy. Hey, he's okay. So, yeah. Uh, we haven't had a beer sponsor of the week in a while. We should, uh, somebody should uh, get back on that and uh, donate 10 bucks to tableshow at gmail.com on the PayPal and tell us what kind of beer we should buy. And uh, we'll go, we'll get some. Yeah, we will. Yeah, we'll we do will. that. That was fun. I remember those days. Yeah. At grapple underscore this says after the ridiculously bad fast lane, WWE needs something or someone to save WrestleMania. And that man is Kurt Angle. Ralphus. Hashtag tweet the table. Ralphus. (laughs) I wonder what Ralphus is doing. Like if he could find Ralphus. But would you know if somebody else was Ralphus? Would you know it wasn't the real Ralphus? Oh, the internet would tell you. The internet would know. The internet always knows. Can't fool the internet. At the ultimate one says, well, you can fool the internet. At the ultimate one says, Kevin Owens is getting heat without saying anything. Hashtag tweet the table. So that's what Kevin Owens does. Mm-hmm. He's a He's heat great. machine. 
at WIRCATA, whether it's MMA or pro wrestling, I really hate the term pound for pound. Hashtag tweet the table. It's stupid. I hate it. You know what I fucking heard the other week is someone uh, said that some asshole had pound for pound the best entrance in MMA. Are you fucking serious? Entrances are not measured in pounds, you shit fuck. Yeah, it and makes also, sense. it makes sense when you're talking about crossing weight divisions and fighting. Like I, I get the yeah. term. Oh, I hate it so far. And I even hate that because all you're really saying is who's the fucking best. Right. That's all you're really saying. So you're saying, here's the 10 best fighters. Stop saying pound for pound because no one fucking cares about pound for pound. We're just saying, here's the 10 baddest motherfuckers in the world. Right. Men and women right there. And so I just, I've always hated pound for pound and people use it for, yeah, every, everything. This is pound for pound. One of the best podcast episodes we've ever done. The yeah. fuck are we talking about? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Nine people on this one. Nine. Wow. Nine. Niner. At Joanne Hutch, nineteen seventy six, says. Thank you, Y two J. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo seventy five says no, no. Not like this. This sucks. Screw this company. Hashtag Jim Cornette face. Hashtag tweet the table. At grapple underscore this says shit match, shit finish. Fastlane was literally a throwaway pay-per-view that buried Rusev, Charlotte, and Kevin Owens. Hashtag tweet the table. At blue kazoo 512 says well played Jericho. Well played. Goldberg is the new universal champ. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore D says Goldberg looked winded as shit just standing still and that is your universal champ nice Vince nice hashtag tweet the table at WIR Cata says so the match with Brock at Survivor Series was a minute 26 and his match with KO was 22 seconds what's the Wrestlemania match gonna be 10 seconds hashtag tweet the table at Katie first the lady says is it surreal that Goldberg is a WWE champion in 2017 hashtag tweet the table at Chris Mercado 32 says, with one F5, Lesnar made Goldberg go from looking dominant to looking like a weak or to looking weak and wounded or like a weak and wounded grandpa. At Lady Undertaker says, never seen anyone get up from an F5. Goldberg is the first. Hashtag tweet the table. Ah, uh, this whole mess, man. This whole Goldberg thing. I just... Well, here's my opinion on it. Is the the quick finish works, but you can't do it twice. Yeah. So you either have a match with Goldberg or with Lesnar and Goldberg wins that. And then you do the quick finish with Jericho distraction. Kevin Owens gets th that would work, right? If mm -hmm. Goldberg has a 15 minute, seven minute match, whatever with Lesnar and then challenges for the title. And then that happens. Yeah. Then that's a fucking moment, right? Right. But you can't do it twice. Right. And so when it happened, right when he hit the spear, literally everyone was like, fuck. Yep. Fuck, fuck, fuck. And what you're doing is you're not giving confidence in a great main event WrestleMania match. Now, hope to God that they go with the smackdown of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton as the closer and not this. But I have no confidence that this match is even going to happen. Like as far as like a athletic spectacle so i mean there's two schools of thought so sometimes they go with the biggest match second to last and sometimes it's on last 
I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. It could go last maybe as a closeout, but poor, poor Orton. Just let's hypothetically say it is one of the best matches ever. Mm-hmm. Like Orton's getting, well, even if it isn't Orton's getting overshadowed, if he does close yeah. for the third time in a row, because remember he did triple H and Randy Orton, but unfortunately he followed Shawn Michaels and undertaker. Yeah. So that wasn't ever going to get remembered. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen, but I don't know what, I mean, yeah. And I agree with everyone's point. Goldberg is legitimately profusely sweating through his shirt standing. He was dripping. Like he was dripping off of his face on raw. And he's not doing the Roman Reigns thing where it looks like he showers in his clothes and then comes out. Right. He comes out like us yeah. and then looks like Roman Reigns showered in his clothes. Yeah. Like, dude, are you, is your heart capable of a four minute match? Just, That's I, what I'm like, scared about. Has there been a ratings bump? Like, I, I don't know. Like I haven't looked. But oh, I don't look. I, yes, I don't know about that. But I'm talking about physically. Yeah, no, I and I get that. But I'm just saying, like, and is it all worth it? Has it? Produ- I mean, I'm sure they're selling Goldberg merch. But God, well, damn. is he going to die? Well, he might. Vigi might. He hasn't. He hasn't taken a bump. Now he took yeah. the F5. Yeah, but that was the first time. Well. <laughs> so I mean, what does Lesnar beat him in 27 seconds or whatever? Yeah, I don't know. And then what, we got Lesnar as the champ? I mean, like, haven't we done well, this? Well, that's kind of fun. Because then you get Lesnar, Kevin Owens. Yeah, you can I get like that, that I guess. match. Yeah, you can get that. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I'd prefer you that than some... Goldberg. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, you get Lesnar, Kevin Owens. You get Lesnar, <laughs> Samoa Joe. I saw a post that said, it showed Goldberg with the Universal title, and it said, this all started. Or it said, this is simply a a pre-order for a video game gone wrong. <laughs> like, like, God damn, or gone way too far. Yeah, like, just come on. Oh, what if this happens? What if, oh, it wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. But no, what if a- Kurt Angle costs Lesnar the match, and then we get one more match, Lesnar-Kurt Angle? Then who takes down Goldberg? Ah, just fucking, he retires. Do it. Finn Balor. No, but no, I bet he retires. He would say, this is what my goal was. My kids saw it. Uh, I'm raising my hand. He don't give a shit about pro wrestling. He doesn't care. So he just goes like this. And then we have a tournament. Guess who enters in? A surprise entrant. Finn Balor. And then Finn wins. Yeah, I like it. There you go. At the ultimate one says, okay, who brought the sign of the poop emoji to the NWL match? That is not how you show respect to the monarch. Hashtag tweet the table. Hey, an NWL. Hey, you watching it online there? Is that what's what's happening? I like that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we don't run the show, but I mean, it's our local show. So thanks for watching. But you should make sure they know you're watching and that you're watching because you heard it on the Spanish announce table. That's what you should do. Yes, please. Yes. At NWL underscore Corp. Or KC. Or at NWL underscore KC. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. But I think uh, the the corp gets routed to the the higher brass quicker. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you should let them know. Anybody that's listening to us that is not in the area that watches them online should let them know that they do so because of us. Let them know that uh, that we good. <laughs> At the 075. Well, and that they're good, too. Well, and that they're good as well, yeah. 
But more importantly, <laughs> by the way, though, if you are in the local area and you happen to miss the last show and haven't seen on uh, social media, I don't know how you can have, but they got a, a local TV deal here with 38 to spot. So that should be fun. Starting April 1st. Definitely. That'll be yeah. fun. At Theo75 says, Byron Saxton, <clears throat> Brady has lost two Super Bowls. Do some research. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag Cornette face. Hashtag do some research. Yeah. The accurate would be to say uh, Joe Montana. Yeah. Right. There you go. At B underscore double underscore D. Says everything raw related just sucks. Hashtag tweet the table. Most of it. Well, it starts at the top. It is. So SmackDown to me is like, okay, we got this brand split. We got some new people. We got some new writers. And all of that's over there. <laughs> like raw is just this, like the same old that was happening before. Yeah. I, and here, here's the other thing, too, and I don't care what they say, and I understand they make so much money, but I was starting to get a little bit tired Tuesday night, and right when I was kind of mentally checking out – now, I watched the whole episode through. I didn't fast-forward through anything, mm-hmm. but right as I was like, okay, I've kind of had it with wrestling for the day, that's when they start the main event. But if you have that, and I have that mentality on Raw, I have another hour and fifteen minutes, yeah. and it's like, no, I'm I'm done. done. So unless you bring back Kurt Angle or do something, you know, mind-bogglingly insane, stupid, crazy, I'm gonna go. Fuck, this is boring. Because what am I get? A, a funny Rusev line? Like it's funny, but I want to go to bed, you know, or whatever. I just, I, I, WWE right now benefits greatly. From not having serious competition. Because yeah. they know wrestling fans are going to watch. And even if they don't watch it that night, they're going to DVR it. And if you DVR it within so many days, it still counts. Um, I, I guarantee you, they would be discussing a fourth hour before they ever discuss going back. Because they know 100%. you're going to watch it. Yeah, you, 100%. You know? But here's the thing, and kind of relating it to my favorite sport, MMA is you're doing Fastlane, then you do Hell in the Cell, then you do Raw, and then you do SmackDown, and then you do NXT, and then you do a European Championship. You're diluting the product to where it's like, okay, well, you know what? I'm not going to watch it until I go online and they say, oh, my God, you got to check out the Miz promo. Or, you know, I'm not going to do it because it's too much. Yeah. I have other interests. I have other things. I have a girlfriend now, for God's sakes. Like, you know, I, I, I do things. And- That's something they probably never banked on. Right. right. God, I didn't either, you know? <laughs> and and so it's just one of those things where it's like with social media, whatever's good will rise to the top. And when it does, I'll check that out. If it doesn't make it to the top, I don't care. Because uh, you do too much. Nothing special. WrestleMania doesn't even feel special. I watched Raw, and I bet you I fast-forwarded Fast-forwarded uh, at least 75% of it. At least. Yeah, I try not to, but man, it's it's fucking hard. It, I mean, right? Don't you agree with me in the sense of if it's good, it'll make your well, here's the thing. trending topic or whatever. So I'm busy, and we discuss that a lot. Like I do you know, a lot of things. Now, I was less busy this week, but I still fast-forwarded 75% of it because I was tired, and I just thought, I'm going to fast forward. Now, I will kind of watch it as I'm fast forwarding it to see if anything crazy is going on, right? Mm-hmm. To see if I got to stop it. But, like, I'm just like, okay, I get it here. You know? Like, I and don't think I'm missing a five-star match. And I don't think I'm, you know, like, I'm just, you know. 
Yeah, nothing feels special. A a Neville versus Jack Gallagher match on Raw, or a, a Neville versus Rich Swan match, mm-hmm. or even better, a Neville and Austin Aries versus T.J. Perkins and uh, Jack Gallagher match mm-hmm. on Raw. I'm going to fast forward because I don't. What are you gonna do? A flip? Right. Cool. Guess what? It'll be a GIF, and I'll watch it on my Twitter timeline. Yeah. Like I'm gonna. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, and you're, I just saw the Royal Blood do that at NWO on Saturday. You know, like I, you know, like I see. Well, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Royal Bloods do it. So yeah. what it makes? Who cares? So you can do it too. Cool. Right. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Or if it's a cool one-liner, unless it's something I'm I'm interested in, like the Orton Wyatt right. storyline. I I am interested in that. The Miz yeah. Cena storyline. I'm interested in, in that. Yeah, the one-liners and chants are great for but a couple but weeks. if i'm not yeah but if i'm not into it yeah if it's good it will make my twitter timeline so enzo if you do a cool promo i'll see it yeah because it'll make it as a trending topic mm-hmm. yep exactly all right three and, people ch- <laughs> ah, just nothing feels yeah. special because you have nine million hours of content a week yeah Three people on the next one. At WIR Cata says, I love that Charlotte incorporates shit talking in her matches, much like KO. Hashtag tweet the table. At Katie first. Lady. Wasn't there a DQ in the women's title match? I'm confused. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Theo75 says, That was a great women's match. Congrats to Bailey and Charlotte for the five out of five performance. Streak over. Hashtag tweet the table. I didn't think it was a five out of five. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. It does feel weird that, like, I mean, I know what you were saying earlier. Not everything can end in WrestleMania, and not everything, you know, is, is you know, has to have this major blow-off. But it did feel weird because that was one they talked about heavily, a lot. And it did go on for over a year now, this undefeated pay-per-view streak. That's when I think yeah. they should have, they pulled the, the trigger too early on. Right. Yeah. Now, obviously, there's outliers of what I said and mm. there's exceptions and this is one of them. But yeah, I, I'm tired of I'm tired of everything has to end at WrestleMania and every guy has to be a main event guy. Right. Mm. Like there has to be things that end at SummerSlam. There has to be things that end at Backlash and there has to be things that start after, uh, you know, Royal Rumble. And, you know, it's not everything is the most amazing. Hey, Jack, you know, Jack Swagger was underused. Why? Well, because he was never champion for that long. Well, he wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like not every storyline has to be the most, most amazing thing. And not every wrestler has to be well, the greatest thing of all time. But it just can't. It, that's that's what I'm saying. It just can't. So stop being, you know what? They buried everyone that lost. No, it's not because some people have to lose. That's how wrestling works. Yeah. So Rusev didn't get buried. He has nothing going on. And Big Show has a Shaq match maybe going on. So it makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's just not everything has to. Oh, my God. You know what? You know, WrestleMania is where this guy gets the title. Why? Why can't it be raw or fastlane? And yeah. Lady Undertaker says Orton's promo had an old school Undertaker vibe. Liked it. Hashtag tweet the table. I'm thinking she meant from uh, the week prior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, it did. At Chris Mercado 32 says, is the Chicago crowd actually cheering for someone in the ring and not CM Punk? What the shit? Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that's rare. 
Yeah, they love them, their own guys. Is there another Chicago wrestler? Well, not in the WWE that I'm aware of right now, but there was Ace Steel, Colt Cabana. If I was them, I would sign the biggest Chicago wrestler I have and push him to the moon for six months just to stop the punk chance. Yeah, make a guy that is all about Chicago. Yep. On the Chicago brawler, right? (laughs) Like, let's just fucking do it. Something. Yeah. Chicago cunt punter. All right. At B or at grapple underscore this says, I have a Spanish announced table hoodie. Why don't you? It won't sodomize you like paying for fast lane. Hashtag tweet the table. Don't delay. Call now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Cafepress.com slash Spanish announced table. That's where you can get shirts, hats, buttons, stickers, glasses, shot glasses, coffee mugs, magnets. You can get all kinds of crap. With our logo plastered all over it. You can get underwear, duvet covers, clocks, watches. Give me a, a Don West plug for the CafePress.com slash Spanish Nouns table. Oh, I tell you what. We got everything you need. We got sneakers, shirts, hats. We even got condoms. Why? Because if you're going to fuck, you better fuck the Spanish Nouns table way. I like that. Seriously, though, <laughs> go get some t-shirts. They're, they're under 20 bucks. It's like $17. Do we have condoms? No. <laughs> I bet. I wonder if they should. would do condoms that you just like. It's on the on the package, you know, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Hey uh, <laughs> hey At Chris Mercado thirty two says it's eight twenty two p.m. Cesaro, the fuck you doing drinking coffee? Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, have you seen the wrestler's life? <laughs> they, yeah, you gotta well, make that next drinking town. Coffee at midnight, man. They got to get on the road when they leave there. They're gonna need that coffee cocaine <laughs> three people chime in on this one I at gbl316 says hashtag tweet the table neville versus austin aries could steal the show at wrestlemania at chris mercado 32 says austin aries is officially part of the cruiserweight division so thrilled hashtag tweet the table and at katie first lady says happy austin aries is finally back in action hashtag tweet the table uh i bet you they do put on an amazing match uh but you know Hey, he actually has personality. He actually has some pizzazz and some one-liners and some character development. So I am interested in him, but everyone else, I don't care. Yeah, well, and just so far, the storyline is like, oh, you think you're great? Me? Not you? Yeah, me. And it's like, that's all that I feel like it's going to be for the next month now. Well, a month is hard to build a big enough storyline with the time that they get. True. However, if you if you give Austin Aries a little bit more mic time and maybe some backstage vignettes of himself uh, calling himself the the greatest man to ever live, mm. that could be funny. God, that line you know what is I mean? so great. The greatest man to ever live. Right. So if you give him that kind of stuff, I think it could be at least entertaining and viable for a WrestleMania match for 205 Live. Yeah. But then after that, what do you do? Yeah, I don't know. Neville can't be the king, so is he going to call himself the king? Yeah, what does he do? And then what does he do? Just chase the title again? Keep being angry? I'm I'm angry. I got a big head and big ears. And And I got a small torso. Take on that we give a shit about. What? And who does Austin Aries take on that we give a shit about? They need to move Enzo yeah. into that cruiserweight division. Yeah, I think they need to move 
and yeah, I do. I think Enzo needs to be like you, small. Like we're small, yeah. you're small. You know yeah. what I mean? And right. Just, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, there's no characters in there. There's no fun in it. There's well, just no Jack fun. Gallagher is a character. Jack Gallagher is yes, yes. I will give you that. Jack Gallagher, yes. But that. But then you. Yeah, but then you got an angry man who's a champion. Then you got another guy who sings for money at the train station. Yeah, well, and, and they and tried then, with the whole Alicia Fox thing and what's his name? Who was Nomdar. No Noam not watching him on TV. Uh whatever his name is. Uh no, I'm never gonna give a shit about that guy. All right, let's see here. At GBL three sixteen says hashtag tweet the table. Great idea to start Raw Chicago with Chris Jericho where it all began. I like did you Chris, notice huh. did you notice how when I said he should come out in that jacket it looked a little similar uh-huh. um, yeah, I like how Kevin Owens said I didn't stab my best friend in the back because you were never my best friend I like that line I was like that's really good and then he even admitted well not admitted but then he alluded back to the Sami Zayn yep. turn he's like Sami Zayn was my best friend yeah, and I did that to him Imagine yeah. what I'm going to do to you. Yeah, I like that. That callback. That mm-hmm. was good. Well, yeah, I, th- I felt like Kevin Owens had an amazing promo in there too. Just the whole uh, both of them. Bit of it. I thought yeah, both Chris Jericho's was good too. Like he was like, I, you know, I like the idea of having a best friend, but I don't need a best friend. I got thousands of friends here now. Let's, you know, what I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it was all cheer good. me on, man. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see the face version of this Chris Jericho. That we yeah, have, like in full bloom. It'll be fun. Because it essentially was at the end of this anyway. Like, mm-hmm. we, we we liked that for a while. Well, and also what I liked is that I, I guess my favorite thing from the babyface Jericho is the vulnerability that he has in the character where he was like, yeah, man, you were my best friend and you did hurt my feelings. Like, there's not like a – and I got you back and you were always – the you know it wasn't like a macho thing it was like mm-hmm. a wow this guy is showing vulnerability and as a pro wrestler you never see that yeah, so never see that, yeah. i was i was uh my eyebrow because i have a unibrow yeah. uh went up on that yeah. four people on this one at b underscore double underscore d says this sasha bailey chummy chummy shit needs to end soon turn heel sasha you're stale hashtag tweet the table at gbl316 says Hashtag tweet the table. After seeing Bailey and Sasha on hashtag raw talk, uh, I'll say it once. I'll say it again. Hashtag mega powers. At WIRCATA says, I swear Sasha Banks and Bailey are the modern day mega powers. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag boss hug. And at Mr. Fourth Row says, Sometimes I wonder if Bailey's jacket is Marty McFly's sibling from Back to the Future 2. Hashtag tweet the table. I think he means uh, Marty McFly's son in Back to the Future 2. And I went and looked at it. Online and he's right. It looks almost exactly like that jacket. Good eye, Mr. Fourth. That is a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, they're not the mega powers. If you're going to equate anything, Sasha Banks and and I know these guys are doing it to fuck with us, but if you're going to equate anything, Sasha Banks and Bailey, to anything on the level of what Hogan and Macho Man did, the reason they were the mega powers is because they were powers. These two girls are not powers. They're they're forgettables. Ah, don't go that far. They're good. They're yeah. good. I mean, they're good, but they're not like, again, we've talked about this. Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, they epitomize what people think of a pro wrestler if we went and just walked around the street to random yes. people in any given town, anywhere, in Main Street, 
USA in the world. Name a pro wrestler. You're going to get Hulk Hogan and Macho Man more often than anybody else. These two, no. And especially not even given the amount of time that's passed since that time. If we go, what is it, 20, 30 years into the future, we won't be getting Sasha and Bailey. You're right. Right? And yeah. furthermore, the Mega Powers was built so that they could blow them up over a fight over a significant other. We don't have that going on. So, no, they are not. Huh, maybe they should. Who would be the guy? Who would be the guy? Well, uh, we know uh, Finn Balor was supposedly with Bailey, right? Well, I don't know if they're like, but they were friendly. That right. would be fun. Uh-huh. But then he's a demon guy. You know what I think would be fun? Mm. Nakamura. Nakamura? Let me show you. Let me show you America. Let me do. Uh-huh. You know. And he's like, I know America. No, 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 no. Let me take. I'll take you to dinner. There's a great spot. I know. I've, we've been to this town before. Sasha and then Bailey in gets in more. there and just gives him a hug. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And then Sasha comes in trying to like take him to some clubs and mm-hmm. and trying to be the boss. I hope Bailey turns on <gasps> Sasha. Yes. That see, that's the swerve that needs to come there because I'm instantly. Ten times more interested if that happens. Right. And it's easy. You know how you do it? Mm. The the week before or the week after. Because I don't want to do it at WrestleMania. Because, no. again, not everything has to right. happen at WrestleMania. After Mania, I, which is the biggest yeah. smart crowd, right? Right. And what I would do is the night after WrestleMania, put them in a tag match against Dana and Charlotte. They win. The music's going. Everyone's doing their dances. Bailey goes, come here. And Charlotte comes, or not Charlotte, but Sasha comes in for a hug, grabs her, Bailey to belly, and then yes. just stares over her. Yes. And, then the, and then what you get is the inflatables. This is the key. Then you have to have the inflatables go up during the celebration, yes. right? They won. Da, 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 right? Boom. You have to bring those inflatables yes, down and show like, it. Yeah. Deflating. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Bailey to belly is perfect for her heel turn, too, because she's That's, hugging. Yes, it's exactly what needs to happen. I love God this damn it, idea. Sign me up. Oh, hire T Mac. That is a great, great. It's great written. It's perfect. Yeah. I love it. Two people on this one. At Lady Undertaker says, Is Miz the picture of a disgruntled employee? Hashtag tweet the table. And at WIRCATA says, So refreshing to have John Cena being paired on TV with a woman. Loving this Miz Maurice versus Cena Nikki feud. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, aside from all that, that Miz on Talking Smack was amazing. Did you finally watch yes. it? Yes. Oh yeah. my God. Wasn't it great? Gosh, he was, it- just, he was on one, man. He was just unloading the gun. So many things that were fascinating about it. Uh-huh. It's like a shoot style. Yeah. One, at the very, very end, Daniel Bryan was like, I wish I could say more. And it didn't mm-hmm. seem like that was a line that he wanted to like get uh, in. Yeah. That was like a motherfucker. He got one over on me. Well, he also and then two huh. when Miz said, Oh, and or no, I think it was Maurice. And Maurice was like, Yeah, and you stole uh John Cena, you stole Nikki Bella from Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Miz said which that, Dolph yeah. Ziggler has okay, Miz said it. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler has nothing to do with this storyline. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's what's so no, great. That was that was Miz coming out and being like, Oh, that was that was he's work shooting here. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like he's 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 working. But in his mind, he's been like, oh, this motherfucker that's the stand-up guy, huh? This yeah. guy? <laughs> this is the fucking guy? 
And then the big key that everyone found out or, you know, that picked up mm-hmm. on when Daniel Bryan said, we'll find out in a year and a half about yeah. wrestling. Uh-huh. But then the other things was like uh, when Daniel Bryan was like, oh, what, you would act on straight to DVD? He's like, you couldn't act. He's like, I don't want to act. I want to wrestle. He's like, mm-hmm. well, you can't because you got a bump on your head. Huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, so, A, what that means to me, and, and I, I guess this wouldn't shock me if Daniel Bryan, the moment he's contractually cleared, he's gone. And he's going to get back in the ring, and he's going to hurt himself. Two, uh, another no, one that he's I picked. not gone. He'll 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 stay. Think? Yeah. You think no, then, he's going to have a kid now? He ain't going to go then, from though, that. that they'll cush. consider him good enough to give him a paycheck that'll convince him to stay there. Yes. Yeah. 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 You think so? Because a lot oh, of these guys go out and leave and make as much money as they were making. Yeah, but merch. What well, well, is that... he selling merch now in his current role? Yeah, he has his shirts. I mean, you think it's so anyway. So, okay. We'll see when that time comes. But no, hold on. This is the other thing too, with him. Uh-huh. Uh, he has a kid now. True. Yeah. yeah it's cool. True. But now, and yeah. Nikki ain't wrestling or, uh, uh, what's her Bree name? Bree. Bree ain't wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing I loved was when, uh, <laughs> when he said to Miz and he's like, well, you've never come this close to being fired. And Miz about hit the fucking roof. And he was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Cause you could tell he's like, Oh no, there's been plenty of time. Oh my God. Chris Benoit kicked him out of the locker room yeah, right. and made him change in the bathroom. And how much shit JBL gave him left and right. A oh, fucking Yeah. But then even Maurice, when Maurice is like, you know what, Nikki Bella, you're jealous of this and that rock. And then Miz was like, that's a nice rock. Yeah, that's exactly. a nicer. Yeah. <laughs> that was oh so great. I loved God, it. It was so fun. I loved all of that. All right, let's move on. Three people chime in on the next one. And you At- know what? It was awesome is is that talking smack. The two segments right there epitomizes to me what pro wrestling is about. Right. So you know who was on before that? Apollo Cruz. God. And you know what he said? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I don't fucking remember is anything he said. But you know what he can do? He can do a backflip. He can do a, uh, uh, you know, he's physically imposing and he looks like a million dollars. But even though Miz, who does look great, but doesn't have the greatest body in the world mm-hmm. and doesn't have the greatest moves in the world, is what we're fucking talking about. Yes. That needs to be the key for all he's, these smarks. This is what fucking pro wrestling is, man. I saw somebody's post on Facebook that epitomized that, too. They said Apollo Cruz's career is the epitome of why gimmick is the most important thing. In, in the world. Like, I mean, he couldn't even say what was so exciting about being in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He was yeah. just like, it's going to take me to the next level. I'm going to go on levels and be good. And it's going to be, I'm excited because, you know, you dream about this when you're a pro wrestler. Yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, it's like, dude, what the fuck you know are you what? saying, I think man? Back to when we watched Scott Hall guest training at NXT and he was talking to Apollo Cruz. He's like, yeah, but do you really talk like that? And I think we found out the answer is yes. Yeah, like, yeah, that's dork. really who that guy is. He's yeah. just, he's just like, hey, they give him a mouthpiece. I mean, there remember in the eighties, Bruce in, Pritchard. Yes, Bruce Pritchard said, if you're a heel, you get a mouthpiece. I mean, right. case in point, who went into the Hall of Fame? Rick Rude, right? Mm-hmm. He's going into the Hall of Fame. Right. He had Bobby Heenan. Still now he could Bobby he actually Heenan. talk. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, unless yeah, unless you're great. Like Seth Rollins doesn't need a mouthpiece when he's a heel, but. No. Most do like it's just if you find somebody that's good on the mic, if they can't go in the ring, you better use them as a manager for everybody that can't talk, especially if it's a heel. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, there's that's so where many guys. Stables... Paulo Cruz, Roderick Strong. Uh, right. Who else? Everyone in NXT, it feels like, well, outside of miss... Bobby Roode. That's why we miss, and I don't mean like stables as factions. I mean like the Bobby Heenan style stables, right? Mm-hmm. They weren't coming out together and winning by numbers all the time, but he just had his crew of guys. He was a manager, right? You yeah. don't only manage yeah. one person. Yeah, now I might be getting my timelines wrong here, but that's a great point. Haku didn't come out with Rick Rude, right? right? But they were in the Heenan family. Right. You know, Andre the Giant didn't help out Mr. Perfect, but mm-hmm. they were in the Heenan family. Now, again, I might be getting my uh, sure. timelines wrong, but you, wrong, but you get what I'm saying. Occasionally, if you need to. Right. right. Like, I mean, but all those guys that couldn't really go on the mic, Heenan was there to build those storylines and he can build different storylines. And Just you don't make- need Paul Heyman to only be the guy that does this. You have to put it on the talent to say it's time for a new generation of talkers to come up. Now, we've I got swear- a fun one in Enzo, but outside Enzo, we well, need more. But and even so, like you've got some guys that can go, like you said, Jerry Lawler's got one liners for days. Why mm-hmm. isn't he heel managing somebody? Right. Like, I mean, do something with him. He wants to do something, you're not letting him do enough. Hell, you let Honky Tonk Man be a manager in the Attitude Era with Billy Gunn. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like it's not like you haven't done this stuff before. So at least give it a shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It just yeah, Who it's mind boggling. Manage well, Apollo Cruz is a face. No, I would have Teddy Long manage him. Teddy Long. There yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah he can right at there. least have the conversations and the promos with the heel or the heel manager, whomever. You know, like. Or, or how about this? And not because it's black guy, black guy. I don't mean to be that way. But what about Byron Saxton? Do we need three people on every fucking thing? What about Tom Phillips, Mr. Fuckface? We don't need four people in the booth. Can he talk? Seems like he can. Why don't we have him personality? Obviously, he's got a little bit of sexual personality coming out. Just so put him in there. Called him Mr. Fuckface. And, and, and I just thought, yeah, he's Mr. Fuckface. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, but he fucks faces. Right. Yeah, that's what I mean. He dumped he her because she turned heel. Yeah. He only fucks faces. James Ellsworth. <laughs> give him some more girls. James yeah. Ellsworth could be the – he could be the the Harvey Whippleman yes. of women managers. Yes. Remember Harvey Whippleman managed women? Yes. yes. But even that, like he could also be – I mean he could manage men too. Like there's no reason he can't be – he can go on the microphone. Of all fucking things. Yeah. What are you paying that guy for? <laughs> like, yeah. God, I don't get it. Anyway, we'll move on. Oh, a great faction with him would mm-hmm. be like if he does this like pimp thing, you know, and you have <laughs> like him, Carmella, Natty, and an NXT girl. Just bring up anyone. Uh, Liv Morgan, right? Mm-hmm. But then the guy has to be like, trying to who's their biggest motherfucker who's the biggest fucking guy on the roster i'm talking like Kali size Stroman or big show i mean like we're talking Stroman. mark henry mark and then henry. you throw in mark henry with, with sexual them. chocolate yeah yes bring back yes. The, yeah and there's your group um you call it pimps up hose down <laughs> no you don't call it that but you know what i'm saying i like it at Chris Mercado 32 says, Stephanie just told Mick he could have a nice day if he followed her to the office. Pretty sure that's how porno start. Hashtag tweet the table. At Theo 75 says, old leather with implants on my flat screen. Time for a bathroom break. CM Punk. 
CM Punk, CM Punk, hashtag tweet the table. At the ultimate one says, want to have a great day? Follow me to my office. Sounds more like an indecent proposal than a business meeting. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, I just thought it was weird because if you want to have a nice day, follow me to my office. Usually bad things don't happen when you have to follow the boss to the office. Or bad things happen when you have to follow the boss to the office. So that didn't make sense. It's dumb. Yeah. It is dumb. I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's Stephanie, man, it's tired now. It's old. All that stuff uh, I would have finished with uh, name your sex tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Two people at grapple underscore this says, if Dana Brooke had a shotgun in one hand and a can of skull in the other, she would be every woman I dated in high school. Hashtag tweet the table. At Chris Mercado 32 says, Dana Brooke is literally just standing out here serving no purpose at all. Hashtag tweet the table. It's most of her days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, holy grapple underscore this. You, uh, oh. hey, if you're dating, you're dating. Good for you, man. That's you know? true. And you're never short of skull or a shotgun. So it sounds like you described ODB and not Dana Brooke, though. <laughs> Where does grapple underscore this live? At Katie first, lady. Does Triple H never had nicknames? Okay, the game. Cerebral assassin. Hashtag tweet the table. And at Theo75 says, Laugh my ass off. Triple H is the king of kings. Tell me another funny nose of noses. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag cornet face. Yeah, never had nicknames. That's all you ever did. Yeah, there's yeah nine million of them. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> and he looked old as shit, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, he is. But I mean, that was the first time where it was like either trim up that beard or... Get the wrinkles out of your face, but you're looking old as Get fuck. The wrinkles out of your face. Two Botox. people on this one. At Hallmark of Swede, hashtag tweet the table, you're really testing my patience, New Day. And at Chris Mercado 32 says, I can't be the only one who's grossed out by Big E licking and humping everything in sight. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, that is a little weird. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You never had a friend in high school that always humped shit? Um... I did. I had a friend. His name was, was Jesse. <laughs> I, I had <laughs> I had a friend Jesse. He was going through puberty and stuff, and he'd just hump everything. He hump trash cans. He'd hump lockers. He'd be like, eh, I can't wait to have sex. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I say that now. <laughs> can't wait to have sex. At Katie first. Lady says when Emma comes back in 2018, I'll be ready. Hashtag tweet the table. Are they trying again with her? Yeah. Well, they're going back to the Emma gimmick, the evil. But Emma are they gimmick. doing vignettes? Did I miss that? Yeah. God, Jesus, man. Yeah. Just do only vignettes with her. Never yeah. have her show up again. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Just At, do seven characters of all vignettes. <laughs> yeah. At the ultimate one question. Is Kevin Owens the fastest triple crown champion in WWE history? Hashtag tweet the table. Is he a triple crown champion? When was he tag team champion? Yeah, that's the triple crown, right? It's. Well, so now they've got all these titles. Does, does he mean just to win three different titles? I don't fucking know. Because he's had the U.S., the world, and are we counting NXT? And Intercontinental. Did he win the IC? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had the IC. Yeah. yeah. But see, IC and U.S. are the same damn thing, right? But I don't think he's ever been tag champion. Yeah, no, I think that's what Triple Crown is. Like, you did it as a tag team, you did it as a mid-card, and you did it as a main event, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's all fuck now. You know, I mean, who the fuck knows? At WIRCATA says, 
an absolute beast and monster in Strowman, pussying away from a 51-year-old man. How sad, how very sad indeed. Hashtag tweet the table. Guys, you're looking at it wrong. He's an undead wizard. An undead wizard. Undead wizards are fucking crazy. He could strike you with lightning. Right. That's what they need to do. If you're fucking old as shit with Undertaker, you need to play up the fucking bells and whistles with this character. Yeah. Right, because then he can move slow. Then he can... You're right. Then you have him, you know... his shit in the ring should be somewhat supernatural because he's got to move that slow, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need to... You need to turn up that shit. You need to have him trapping people in their locker rooms and he can't they can't get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the the locker room goes purple it's and then just, we don't know what the fucking happens. It's just gotta be done, man. You're wringing the fucking sponge as hard as you can, man. Just let it I mean, I get it's money. I mean, but at some point, man, he's gonna fucking get seriously hurt. Yeah. It should have ended at twenty nine. And think about like the new crowd, right? Or, like, or it should have ended at WrestleMania 28 with end of an era. That should yes. have been end of your career. That was the point, I thought. Anyway, yeah. so, uh, or at least at the end of the streak, right? When he fucking streak ended, done, man. Anyway, like, think of like, let's say there's a six-year-old kid, seven, eight. Let's just say a 10-year-old kid, right? They're looking at The Undertaker now going like, uh, I mean, they say this guy's a big deal, but Jesus. Well, man. but then they're going to say, go watch the network. Sure, but like, fuck, man. Man, that's what they're banking on. Yeah, I just think they need to back put the bells and, and whistles. You could tell me right now, if I'm like, we were talking earlier, Ron Bass passed away. I'll be like, yeah, I kind of, you know, I remember him a little bit. And people are like, oh, but go back and watch the network. I'll go back and watch the network and I'll be like, cool. Like, Undertaker's like, different, though. Is it? I mean, like. Yeah, it, he hung Boss Man at WrestleMania. Sure, but you've got to. Okay, so you he tell me to go back and watch the Stone network. Cold. What am I going to do? Watch 100 hours on The Undertaker? No, alone? but you'd watch the big moments. You know, they put a collection series out and you'd watch that. Yeah, but like that the, still goes, okay, I, I guess I see why they think that. But I still right. don't. My perception yeah. really hasn't changed. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But that's what they're banking on, that, I think. At the ultimate, well, this is why they need to hire us because I can sit there in the goddamn meeting and be like, guys, you're saying that because you're holding on to the, the nostalgia and you're trying to fucking squeeze out that last drop of money. Let the guy fucking rest, man. <laughs> at but the then, the, then the other thing is, is what they're also holding out on is when I uh, let's just say Roman Reigns does a Good Morning America interview. And they're like, yeah, WrestleMania is this Sunday. You know one of the anchors is be like, oh, I used to love when Undertaker was there. And then he can go, well, he's a part of the show this year. Oh, True. cool. Then I'll have to check it out. That's True. what it's for. Or the Undertaker comes out and it's all, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. At the ultimate one. It says, Brian Kendrick is the most confusing hippie guru I've ever heard. Hashtag tweet the table. How many have you heard? Yeah. That's a lot, man. I mean, what do you like? Is there I know enough? it's him and that's it. Is there enough that like you're, you know what I mean? How many to then rank them? <laughs> yeah, rank them next time. Next week, rank them. Four people chime in on this one. <clears throat> At Lady Undertaker says, Love it so much when Taker shows up. Hail to the dead man. Hashtag tweet the table. Or five people even chimed in. No, it was four, sorry. Double in here. At Hallmark of Swede says, Hashtag tweet the table. Roman Reigns is wearing his combat vest, his combat pants, and his combat... Sneakers? At WIR Cata says, God, I hope Roman fucking obliterates this 51-year-old man at WrestleMania, but he won't. It'll be another young guy putting over a Band-Aid. Hashtag tweet the table. At B underscore double underscore 
says, so we just going to ignore the fact that Taker was supposedly drafted to SmackDown, but is that Raw issuing challenges and shit? Hashtag tweet the table. Um, well, that's Undertaker. He goes wherever he wants. Um, I don't know. I bet you I could see Undertaker putting over Roman. I bet he's kind of exactly the kind of guy that Undertaker thinks this is the guy I got to put over. Because all it. we hear about is how Roman's one of the better workers, but hate just the it. crowd isn't liking him. Hate it. Yeah, oh, I hate it. But I guarantee you, from the Undertaker's point of view, this is the guy who's like, yeah, happily put this guy over. This might be the fucking first WrestleMania that I ever hit a fast forward on. Mm. Yeah, I'm not excited about this WrestleMania at all. Now, we said that going into 31 and Seth Rollins won the fucking title and we got all hard-ons about it. So sure, but that was the, the fuck end. Knows? I mean... But then last year we fucking hated it. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Last year sucked. Yeah. Two people on this one. At Chris Mercado32 says, Just when I thought Ellsworth couldn't get any more ridiculous, he shows up in leopard-printed trunks. Hashtag tweet the table. And at grapple underscore this says, Ellsworth looks like the guy sitting out front the local taco place trying to sell you a tire, presumably for meth. Hashtag tweet the table. Gotta make the dollar. Hey, man. Gotta get that meth. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey. If, if I can convince you to buy this tire, man, I'll do it for meth. The heart wants what the heart wants. You know right. what I mean? At the ultimate one says, I hate to be a wrestling know-it-all here, but Rick Rude was never a WCW heavyweight champion post Jim Crockett. Hashtag tweet the table. Who was saying he was? I don't know. He oh, well, that- he won a, he won a title from Flair, but I don't, yeah, it was like the international whatever it was. Oh, yeah, it was the. <sighs> it was basically their intercontinental title that they tried to say was a world title. No, it was title. the world, it was the. <laughs> the WCW International World Champion or something where yeah. I was like you don't have to say both of those things because <laughs> they had WCW International right it was a separate entity from WCW I mean you know obviously they work together but you know that was like their other uh, WCW International mm-hmm. so they had the WCW World Champion and the WCW International World Champion I was like hey man international means world asshole <laughs> Like, nope, no, it doesn't. Is it does? No, it doesn't. At WIR says, don't these WWE production people know that you have to leave the forks on a forklift down when you're finished with it? Hashtag tweet the table. And at Katie first. Lady. Says, Corbin's been watching Halftime Heat with Rock and Mankind with that forklift. Hashtag tweet the table. Good reference. I love that. Yeah, that was great. Um, and I like this too. I like uh, Baron Corbin's promo in that too when he was like, and, and I don't know why you're in such a hurry to get this beating? <laughs> like, I've got to kick your ass. Like, you need to enjoy you what you have while you have it. <laughs> yeah, Corbin was great in that whole thing, you know? I liked mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, yeah. And that's such an easy one, too. I mean, lower the forklift, it's crushing Ambrose. Everybody's like, oh, my God. Right? Easy money. Liked it all. Easy money. At Hallmark of Swede. says hashtag tweet the table. Chicago... Fuck you. Goldberg. Fuck you. Lesnar. Fuck you. Universal title. Fuck you. Paul Heyman. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) Even Lesnar? I guess, yeah. Lesnar's kind of made by Paul Heyman for me now, too. Until he gets in a match. When he gets in a match and starts tossing motherfuckers around, then I'm like, all right. 
You know when I get excited is not that is when he actually bumps for the guy. Yeah. Like when Big Show throws him into the post and he fucking mm-hmm. launches his 280 pound ass yeah. into the fucking thing. I'm like, yeah, okay, so he's taking this serious. Match. Like I don't want to see that. But yeah. like when he's in there, like okay, it's believable. Here's this monster of a man that like you know what I mean the whole thing's like holy fuck. How's somebody gonna take this guy down? You know what they need to have him do? Yeah. They need to have him give us a good one-liner again. Yeah, the... You know? The, Let's do this! Yeah, which I don't have up here. Damn it. Paul, anyway. Paul say something stupid. Paul, say something stupid. You know? He has <laughs> yeah. so many... He's uh, he's a gem for one-liners that we just love forever. And they we haven't had one in a while. No, we haven't. Suplex City is the last one. True. Suplex City, bitch. All right, final two people on this one. At Lady Undertaker says, would Samoa Joe versus Lesnar be a dream match? Hashtag tweet the table. And at the ultimate one says, Samoa Joe might be this generation's Crispin. Nope, not going there. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah. Well, he is going to kill you. All right, let's get out of here. That was tweet the table. If you want to play along next week, just effing do it. Hashtag tweet the table. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. Hashtag tweet the table on yo Twitter machine. And we're going to take a break. We're going to get out of here and we're going to answer some listener emails. Yeah. When we come back. Yeah. And we'll give you T Max three P's in the next segment as well. When we return to the Spanish announce table, which is on Spanish table.net. And eating bananas is a natural cure to reduce the effects of stress and anxiety. Train Topics Network. That kind. It's the franchise will shine now. You can't see me. My time is now. In case you forgot or fell off, I'm still hot. Knock your shell off. My money stacked fat, plus I can't turn the swell off. One of my favorite WWE themes. Just cool, right? Just laid back, suave, if you will. Yeah? Yeah, this needs to be who Roman Reigns needs to try to be like. Yes. He's more fuck because even Emily, even Emily, we watched the start of Raw Talk after the Goldberg match, right? And the first guest was uh, guest was Roman Reigns, uh-huh. and he had his hair pulled back. He was kind of relaxed. He was speaking, you know, at a slower cadence. Which I mean, he doesn't do the Hulk Hogan, hey brother, kind of sure. thing, but he speaks at that lower cadence, you know. And she's like. I like this guy better than the guy that's in the ring. And I was like, I know. And she doesn't even fucking like wrestling. I mean, she likes Seth Rollins, but that's it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like he, this character is not who he is. And I don't know. Well, and also he doesn't look sympathetic. I don't want him to do well because look at him. He gets everything. So, you know, yeah. I don't care that Bra- the same if about Braun John Strowman Cena. beats his ass, if Braun Strowman beats his ass, good. Because you know what? He just stole my girlfriend. So yeah. fuck that guy. Like, yeah. that's why we boo him. Yeah. And the same thing with Cena, though. I mean, like, that's why the kids love him and, and the ladies love him. But the kids will love anything you tell them to. Right. 
The kids loved Lex Luger. The kids loved Bret Hart. Yeah. The kids loved Hulk Hogan. Yeah. The kids loved Shawn Michaels. Like, yeah. it doesn't fucking matter what kids want because kids are fucking dumb. Yeah. They're fucking dumb. Yeah. And when your average audience is 44 years old, stop having fucking Goldberg hugging fucking kids because no one cares about that shit. Yeah, well, so where they're going, their angling is uh, they're going for the merch sales there. Yeah, the average audience is whatever. They're bringing their kids, and they've got to buy 20 fucking T-shirts. Look, we're not saying go back to Sable walking out with black tits. Yeah. What we're saying is push the guys that are fucking good, and then the dad will make the kid buy the fucking Seth Rollins or Dean Ambrose or whoever we're saying, AJ Styles. Listen to AJ Styles. They chant his name every fucking time. Well, and and what you're saying there too is like if you push the guy that we like, the kids will also like that guy because you're just telling the kids to like that guy. Right. You know when I was a kid, uh, what shirts I bought? Mm-hmm. Austin three sixteen. But guess what? He wasn't for my demographic. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what True. I'm saying? Yeah. The kids will buy whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, the kids God. just do what you're told. What they're told is cool. Yeah, they're fucking followers. They don't, and the thing is, they're too young to have idiots. an opinion of what's cool for themselves. What'd you say? I said they're, they're idiots and they're small. I go, they're small brained idiots. I'm being really mean to kids, but yeah. you know what I'm trying to say. Well, but like, no, but there's the thing is that they haven't had enough life experiences to deduce for themselves what is cool. You know what a 10, you know what the, the 10 year old boy thinks is really cool? Hmm. What the 14 year old boy thinks is really cool. Right. Yeah. So stop with the fucking bullshit, man. I hate yeah. that. So yeah. you you have these Goldberg vintage T-shirts, yet he doesn't even acknowledge anyone thirty years old. Like sure. Yeah. 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 All right, let's get again. into the emails. Hit, Do you want to email the show? Huh? I, I talked over it. Hit hit me with it again. I oh, talked yeah. over it. Well, so you said uh, the ten year old boy thinks what? The the ten year old boy the the ten year old boy thinks the coolest thing is what the 14 year old boy thinks is the coolest thing all right let's get into the emails if you want to email the show just please do it tableshow at gmail.com it's also where you please can send your, please it's also where you can send your paypal donations tableshow at gmail.com but if you don't want to donate you want to actually get something for your money go to cafepress.com slash spanish announce table and buy some shit we get some of that money too or you go on our website and go to, you know, our affiliate links. We have the shop WWE. We have the Amazon for UK, Canada. Do something. Help us out. We need some money. Show it's free to you. It ain't free to us. It ain't. It ain't. Let's get in there, Katie. The first lady. She says. Well. After a bumpy fast lane, we are finally on the road to WrestleMania, and in. Just this week alone, we have a lot of matches. And I have a question and then a comment. Doesn't seem like Finn Balor is uh, ready to come back. The question is, will he have a match at Mania? If so, with who? 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 Who do you think? Is he going to be there? I don't know. My gut says no. Yeah, my gut says no. But my thinking how they want to book things... In the sense of uh, saving kind of a spot, I could easily see them making something up to where Seth Rollins gets jumped. He actually can't have a match. So Joe 
uh, and Triple H jump him. Sami Zayn runs out there to get Joe off of uh, Seth Rollins. Then it's just Triple H beating up Seth Rollins in the middle of the ring. Lights go out. Doom, 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 doom. And the demon. And he looks up, and then he goes after Triple H. They, they, I know they really want that entrance at Mania. Yeah. They but really that want doesn't it. make sense in the way I booked it because he no. can't be crawling and shit because Seth Rollins like, hey, motherfucker, I'm still getting stomped. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got to find a way to get that in, though, somehow. Anyway, she says, and I really think that Austin Aries is finally back in the ring and most likely will have a title match with Neville. I did enjoy his commentary and his subtle teases each week, but it's good to have him back in the ring. We're three weeks away from the biggest show of the year. All six hours of it. God help us. Talk to you guys next week. Later. Katie the first. Lady, it's six hours? Well, uh, it's been seven recently because they have two-hour pre-show, a four-hour show, and then an hour post-show. Oh, well, I'm not watching three of those hours. No, exactly. No, but it's four hours. Fuck, man. Mm -hmm. I'm only awake for 12 hours. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, you know what? We've got a problem. What's up? We've got a problem. Oh, we do. What's going We've on? been having somebody trying to email recently. Oh, it's that asshole again. Yeah. Uh, stop it. And this time he brought a friend. I'm not reading either one of your emails. Yeah, you're not cool because now, hey, guess what? I'm going to get more friends to like try to invade and troll you guys. Well, guess what? I hope you guys both put your faces in a barbecue grill and keep it there. And then after you take the fucking head out of your grill, I hope you go run into the ocean and never come back. I like that. So we'll just move on to the fourth emailer. And it's Mr. Fourth Row. What are the odds? Hey. What are the odds? Always fourth. Every time. Love it. Every time. Says hello once again. So Impact Wrestling is use the phrase make Impact great again as of late. While I applaud them for doing something, seems to, oh, I think it's just make Impact great. Uh, it seems to me like it's too close to President Trump's make America great again. And people will automatically add again to it. See, I did. Is this just a lazy effort made by the powers at Impact Wrestling? What are your thoughts? Yes, yes, yes. It's fucking dumb. I hate everything with this. Make a sandwich great again. Make a fucking Impact great again. You know what? You're lazy fucks. You're pieces of shits. I hate every fucking marketing person who tries to get on this fucking coattail. I hope all you marketing people collectively stick your fist in your own asshole until you break your fucking hand in your asshole. You guys are fucking assholes, and I hate you so goddamn much for it. I really do. You're so fucking dumb. And it's not just because of Trump. Let's just say Hillary won, right? And what Mm -hmm. was her thing? Uh, I'm with her, right? And and Bruce Pritchard comes back, and then Impact does I'm with him, right? And then we're just doing the same fucking thing. You're lazy pieces of shit with unoriginal fucking ideas. You and the Young Bucks can go fucking jump off a bridge, and I hope you guys fucking character, sports, not real, and drama, die, you shits. Uh, The only successful marketing that used the make something great again was the original with Trump was the make America great again. That's the only successful marketing campaign that worked with that phrase. And it wasn't successful. It was controversial because everyone said, when was it great then, you white, old, racist asshole? But it was a successful marketing campaign. 
It was successful in the sense that we know it, but it wasn't successful as in we got behind it and believed in it. Oh, shit. A ton of people did. And they bought hats and they bought shirts and they bought fucking signs and they fucking elected this asshole the fucking president. Millions of them. Well, but no, not millions. Well, I mean, yes, millions, but we still won the popular vote. Well, and I'm course, not getting right. into that. But, but there were so sh- tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people. Anyhow, back to this. I fucking hate lazy marketing of any yeah. kind, right? So let's just say the next thing, like Oprah. Oprah is a perfect example, right? You know, you get a car, mm-hmm. you get a car. Mm-hmm. Now everyone, you get at this and you right. get at that. Stop it. Yeah. That's what I hate about the Young Bucks is that they did this. Oh, that seems successful. What if I just did that? Mm-hmm. And that's what these fucking assholes are doing is it goes, well, that's successful. What if I just do that? And yeah. that's not. That's unoriginal. That's an insult to creative people who want to think forward and move the creative process in the right direction, not stalemate it and go backwards. Well, and like, too, now we obviously, we've been very much on record that we don't like Trump and the movement that got him elected. Uh, but whoever came up with that fucking phrase was a marketing genius and it worked out well. Uh, and you're like you said, insulting that person by stealing their goddamn shit. Yeah. I still think it's not successful, but we'll disagree on that. Another thing, but, um, uh, yeah, it's it's insulting to creative people who do come up with things like the hope, the Barack Obama, Obama hope poster. Right. And then they put everyone's fucking thing. That was insulting because that was, Oh wow. We noticed that. And that is now on cars and things like that. Yeah. It's just, I hate, I hate fucking ripoffs. I've always hate ripoffs. Stop ripping off other things. Hate that. Yeah. I get it in pro wrestling in the sense of moves, right? Because there's only X amount of moves you can do to keep your wrestler and physics in line, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't do a double backflip or whatever it is if you're a big show or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand moves because there's only a certain number of moves you can do and nothing's new under the sun. But don't be a blatant fucking ripoff. That's what I hate the most. Additionally, are there any campaigns used by any of the companies that you thought were on point and did well? Once again, that's my view, not from the cheap seats and not from the most expensive seats, but from the fourth row, Mr. Fourth Row. The one I can really think of that was on point was get the F out. That's what exactly what I was going to say. Yep, yeah, I love that because it, they took literally what they had to do right. and then turned it into something awesome. It hit the fucking nail right on the head, right? They're like, yep. well, we got to get the F out. Get the F out, <laughs> right? Like... Perfect. Yes. That's Amazing. probably my favorite campaign wrestling slogan that's ever got over. Just right on the nose, right? I mean, just yep. like perfect. What else, perfect. though? I mean, like the attitude era and the branding of that fit really was, well. Yeah. Was yeah, because when you say attitude era, even though it was during the Monday Night Wars, you just go to WWF. Right. You just say attitude, right? Yeah. But if, if you actually, you know, categorize categorize that era, the Diamond Dallas Pages, the Goldbergs, the Disco yep. Inferno Infernos were also in that, but because they branded Attitude Era, that's all we think of is right. we say Val the Venus, era. Rock, yeah. Austin. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's that's fitting. All right, so those are our emailers. Uh, those other two jaguars. Ruthless aggression was was a decent one, but they mm-hmm. kind of only went with it with like half of a try. I felt like they didn't yeah. really truly get behind it. Yeah, I'll agree with that. 
All right, you want to email the show, just do it, tableshow at gmail.com. This is the portion of the show no, uh, now, though, that we're moving into where T-Mac tells us, uh, as we've hit it here a couple times, we can get pretty negative sometimes when you're a wrestling fan and you get try to talk these things out and you think about it too deep, right? So, in an effort to maintain the positivity about being a wrestling fan and the wrestling pod- product, each week T-Mac gives us three things to be positive about in pro wrestling, and it's T-Mac's three Ps. T-Mac, what is P1? Well, let me go back real quick. Uh, my hatred about ripping off things isn't a pro wrestling like sure. uh, tyrant that right. I went or tirade that I went on. That's just in general. I hate in anything general. that rips off anything. You know. So let's go into the three Ps. Uh, we talked about it kind of in depth, so I won't go too heavy into it. But uh, the Miz promo on Talking Smack. It was perfect. I mean, it was another great one. It was great because it wasn't the yell in your face, but it was, I'm making points. Mm-hmm. And so he even mocked him with the, here, Nikki Bella, sign a contract. Here, be my friend, sign a yeah. contract. Like well, I, It was great because he didn't one. yell and have veins popping out of his head. Yeah. You know, it was perfect. Yeah. I like his, take one, Nikki, I love you. <laughs> okay, no, no, take two. <laughs> yeah, just, that was so fun. Yeah, it was great. All right, and then P2 is the Orton versus AJ Styles match. Now, Mm -hmm. was it a five-star match? No, but what I loved about it is you obviously saw that there was more, to quote something I saw on Twitter, there was more uh, bullets in the gun that -hmm. they could work with. And then that fake... uh, Big springboard, springboard RKO. Yeah, yeah, that went into RKO. That was perfect. I know. Like, ha, out of nowhere, this is out of nowhere. Yeah. And then it was, it was, but then even that was a forward roll mm-hmm. and then a pop up RKO. Well, yeah. And just was, his face afterwards, like, yeah, motherfucker, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And so they can do so much together. So mm-hmm. I'm excited that that was just their first try. Yeah. And how good that was. Yeah. And it was a good match for a main event of a SmackDown, too. Randy Orton, you give him a damn good worker. I mean, like, you know, when we talk about Christian never made much, but he was good in the ring. Same thing Mm -hmm. with this AJ Styles. Like, you put him in these things, like, they can put on amazing matches. Randy Orton is no slouch in there. No, Randy Orton is still, I think, one of the greatest wrestlers in the world today. I think that we shit on him so many times because, one, he has been around for years upon years. And two, when he doesn't care, he fucking sucks. When it's Sheamus, Mm -hmm. he's like when he wrestles Sheamus, he is autopilot. Don't give a shit. When he wrestles, yeah. When he when he wrestles Seth Rollins, we get a fucking WrestleMania moment like that pop up fucking Mm -hmm. RKO off of a curb stomp. stomp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So it's perfect. So that's why I'm excited because it seems like he likes working with AJ Styles and says, I can do some shit here. Like you thought the Cena matches were good. Remember who the fuck I am. And so I love that. It was great. And then third, I love gimmicks, right? And just fun shit. Mm -hmm. So if you pin someone with a damn forklift, I'm going to be at least a fan of it. Yeah. And so in a slow week that really didn't have anything on Raw at all, I'm going to say Baron Corbin pinning Dean Ambrose with a forklift was P3 because that was fucking fun. It was fun. I even liked how Baron Corbin held someone hostage for no apparent reason. Right. Just the, like he could have grabbed anything. He could have grabbed a trash can and threw uh-huh. it at him. Nope. I'm going to fucking put this guy in a rear naked choke and then throw him at you. It yeah. was great. I just loved it. It was, yeah. it was, it was fun. Kudos. Kudos good to them. Three Ps. Those, those things stuck out to me as well. I like that. That was good. All right. Well, 
You've heard all the ways to get involved with the show. You got hashtag tweet the table, table show at gmail.com. Make sure you also check out our social media stuff. We're on Instagram as tweet the table at table show on Twitter. We are uh, facebook.com slash Spanish announced table podcast. Our website is Spanish table.net. Go to all those things, like them, rate them, give us a rating on iTunes, comments, all that kind of stuff. All that stuff helps us out. Uh, beyond that, we'll be back next week for episode 190. T-Mac, getting up there. We are. I'm Close getting excited. Close to that 200. But that'll be 190 when we return on the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And IKEA actually sells entire houses as well. Get a house from Ikea that you don't have to assemble. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com tell me to say shit i'll tell you whatever i want i'll put five across your lip not from there you won't you don't know <laughs> technology's a motherfucker about to get skype slapped in this mother mm-hmm. <laughs>